Well, hello there. It is great to see you and welcome to the OKR cohort video and podcast series. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. And in just a few moments, we'll be bringing on really the stars of our program. And that's Miss Denise Canfield and Mr. Nazar Koja. They are the co-founders of OKR cohort Institute. And really the, before I bring them on, I want to kind of lay a groundwork as to what you can expect in today's video. So in today's video, Denise and Nazar are going to be acknowledging a specific problem, and really it's a massive problem that's impacting so many business owners, so many high-ranking professionals uh, that is really debilit helping to debilitate their business. We're going to acknowledge what this problem is, and Denise and Nazar are going to be offering some specific strategies and solutions that can be implemented even today to help you kind of elevate yourself and your business while also sidestepping this massive problem that so many people are are really experiencing in today's day and age. So that being said, let's go ahead and welcome on Denise and Nazar and get today's conversation rolling. Denise and Nazar, welcome. Good to see you guys. Hey, Ryan. Great to see you as well. Good to see you. Great to have you guys aboard. Appreciate you guys carving some time out of your day to jump on here today. Uh, But look, hey, we're here today to acknowledge a specific problem that you guys are seeing so many business owners and high-ranking professionals face with regards to their business. You work very closely with a lot of these people. Denise, we'll have you you start here. Let's frame it up for our, our audience today. What is this big, massive problem that so many people are seeing today? I almost feel like I don't have to say what the problem is, Ryan. It's not a secret anymore, right? We are in the midst of this great resignation and people are burned out and they feel like they've been working so hard. Uh, Of course, we've gone through COVID and they're really reevaluating their lives. And so they're taking on uh, more work than they've ever had before. And they feel like their work is not adding value and they're getting burned out. And so they're leaving organizations. Organizations are, are losing their most important people. And, and it's many times because what we've heard is their work's not tied to the right vision or the right strategy. And so they're burning out because they're doing the wrong work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the great resignation, a great way to put that. So many people leaving their respective works. Obviously, that's creating a whirlwind of problems for business owners. Nazar, I'll toss this next one over to you. Walk us through why, really. What's the ripple effect here? Why is this such a problem? Denise uh, brought it up, articulated very well on that, right? So good employees are leaving, uh, leaving. They don't feel empowered, right? They feel overworked and not understand the value that their work provide to the overall organization. Mm-hmm. Having not value for their contribution and lack of direction, that forces them to leave, right? So looking for opportunities where they can be understanding how their work contribute to those. Mm-hmm. And, and Denise, anything else to chime in on, you know, in terms of just why this really does kind of matriculate and, and grow to just be such an issue? Absolutely. Right. I mean, they're leaving for those greener pastures, as Nazar said. Um, They're really finding that the time that they're spending on the work is lost time. Right. And when that work doesn't have value, suddenly they're reconsidering the importance of time. Right. We've seen that in COVID. People, you know, people were greatly impacted that by that personally impacted. They lost people in their life and suddenly they realized Time is a precious commodity. And the time I'm spending on work, if it's not delivering value, well, then why am I bothering to do it, right? And they see how impactful their time can be um, if they spend it with their family. So they're taking that moment to reevaluate. They're also seeing 
how important it is uh, and, and how negatively it impacts, impacts customers because they're not delivering the right product elements. So with those delayed product deliveries, with customers being unhappy, what we're really noticing is that they're not feeling valuable. And so they're leaving those companies. Yeah. And a, and a lack of value or sense of purpose, really. I mean, boy, can that drive you into so many different headspaces. So let, let's take it one step further, even Denise, why, why does the problem just get worse beyond just that, that initial ripple effect? And what ultimately does it do to people's lives in moments like these, where they feel that level of burnout and they're just contributing to the great resignation? You know, it's, it's such an important thought, Ryan. Um, I, you don't want to overblow it, but look, when you're unhappy in your work, and you're doing things and they're not contributing, suddenly you're stressed, right? You have mental health issues or your mental health issues are, are greatly expanded. You lose confidence, right? You do this work, someone doesn't value it. Suddenly you're telling yourself stories in your head. Oh my gosh, am I not good enough? Is it that I didn't do the right thing? Um, is my boss mad at me? Uh, you know, how is this gonna impact my performance review? You know, why did I do that? Why didn't I do this? Suddenly you're spending time double thinking everything that you're doing. You're not spending the time on your physical health because you're now spending even more time in the work trying to figure out what the right thing is, overanalyzing everything you do. And so you're, you're stressed in work. You carry that stress over to home. It causes that mental and emotional fatigue that we experience. And all of that doesn't just contribute to the great resignation. It impacts your family time. It impacts how you connect with people. So it's, it's definitely showing up in our lives in many, many different ways. Yeah. And as a quick aside to our audience, I mean, how many of you out there are, are thinking, yep, I've seen or I've heard or I've maybe even personally experienced this in some way, shape or form. Uh, so we've, we've framed the problem up. So many of us can relate to this issue, Denise. What's, let's give them a little bit of hope here. You know, how could life be so much better if this problem could be addressed from the root? You know, Nazar, maybe you could bat lead off on this one for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing we always seen is, is focus on what matters, right? So it's very important for us to how we passionate about to deliver the value rather than to focus on work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. uh, feel productive and empowered to the right thing for the organization. So do the right thing is very important, right? For the organization, just not doing the work, but it's about bringing value, right? Being innovative, right? And able to find a test and learn opportunities, right? Where you can test and, uh, and learn at the same time by de delivering something very valuable. Last but not least, it's about having work-life balances. But when you are prioritized on your value, you always have a work, you have a, uh, de definitely have a balance between the working uh, work life as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so many important things and so many aspects that could be improved in your life if you're able to solve that root problem. Denise, anything else to chime in here on this front? Just how life could be so much better if you could just solve this issue. I mean, look, we just want to feel empowered and productive, right? We want to yeah. feel that what we're doing matters and that we can work intentionally, right? We're not just checkboxing things. We're not just at the mercy of anybody else. But our life, when we are working with purpose, is so much more fulfilled. And that's really what we want to get to. 
Yeah. So, so Denise and Nazar, let's take a quick step back. I mean, this is something that you guys do on a regular basis. You're working with high ranking professionals, business owners to sidestep this massive problem in, you know, that, that idea of burnout. Talk to us and bring our audience up to speed on a little bit about yourselves and your work with OKR Cohort. Absolutely. Well, we, we co-founded OKR Cohort because leaders were coming to us, asking us to help shift the focus of their organization from like the activities people do every day to the outcomes that we are intending those activities to achieve so that they could embed purpose in their work, focus on the right things and get people delivering results. I mean, if you deliver results day in and day out, you're not getting to that burnout level because you have purpose in your work. So we focus teams on getting the right shit done, just to be really blunt about it, Ryan. And so we were we are both co-founders of the OKR cohort, and we're working with, with many organizations to do that. And Nazar, I know you've shared a lot about how burnout has impacted you personally. Would you mind sharing a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, Denise. So as I've already experienced in my early part of career, the being a burn, uh, feeling the burnout, when I was working on the startup work, uh, almost 18 hours a day, but always struggled to understand the value that I was bringing into the organization, right? It made me realize that I do not, do need to understand, am I bringing a right value to my organization for the amount of effort that I'm putting in and getting overwhelmed and burned out? So that's early part of career. So that's pushed me forward to think about what outcomes that we're going to look after. I, you know, I appreciate you sharing that, Nazar. I mean, it's never easy to recount some tough times like that. But, you know, Denise and Nazar, I mean, you guys are working hand in hand with with these business owners to give you know, purpose to their employees to, you know, avoid burnout, but also ultimately just make a a business entity more successful at the end of the day. But we had mentioned this at the beginning of the video, and that's that's, uh, this idea that you guys came today onto onto the video series to provide, you know, a strategy, really a solution that, you know, business owners or high-ranking individuals could utilize even today in their situations to try and mitigate this idea of letting their employees get burnout. Would you care to walk us through what, you know, what you would offer, uh, you know, a particular individual that might sit down with you guys to talk about their unique business? You know, what would that strategy look like? So imagine this. What if I told you that you have clarity, alignment, and right priorities on what organization try to achieve as outcomes, right? So it's very important for us to understand that, uh, clarify your strategy, align your work with the strategy, and having a right priorities that will bring value sooner to the to the organization and your individual people will feel that they are contributing the right uh with the right purpose and right, uh, and then right uh right value that they try to achieve for for the organization you know um look okr cohort you may be sitting here going what is that okr thing right and and we don't think that okr is going to solve world peace but we do think it solves the problem of burnout so okr stands for objective key result it's a framework that's out there it's not new to a lot of people but it may be new to you and what we've found is if you break down your strategy into what needs to be achieved each year and quarter and then you help people align their work to it suddenly they understand the purpose of their work. They can just see 
what they're supposed to be doing. And this is not a complex thing. It's it's actually pretty simple. So I want you to take just a minute and, and grab a piece of paper. We're gonna do just a quick exercise. So grab just a plain piece of paper. I promise you this is gonna be easy. And I want you to pause and envision where you want to go. This could be personal or professional, but just take a minute and think about what success for you will look like. And, and you're trying to think about what will you have accomplished? And the easiest way for me to do it is envision it's a year from now and you've suddenly ended up on the front of Time Magazine, right? Think about that headline. What is it saying? What is it saying about what you've accomplished? And write that down. Try to use something inspiring, right? It's probably short and it probably has an inspiring verb in it. So what have you accomplished? And I like to think about this from a personal perspective um, and thinking about vacations. I've been on a few of those vacations from hell, <laughs> right? I've organized a couple of those where it's like, go, 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 go. And, um, and we did it because we were going to a place and we wanted to have fun, but we didn't plan it well. We didn't think forward to what that would look like. And so instead of that, imagine if you had as what you wanted to accomplish, creating lifelong memories. If that was the true goal of your vacation. So that's what we would call an objective. So hopefully you've jotted something down that would be your objective that would be on the front of Time Magazine in a year. So the next thing to do is just think about what would success look like? Like, how are you going to say, hey, I achieved that thing? And we're looking for two outcomes that really measure your success. These are what key results are, and they're naming the actual result that you're going to get. Not the activity you're going to do, but the result you're going to get. So just sit there for a minute and jot down what are two ways you could measure success for that accomplishment that you've, you've written down on your piece of paper. And for me, right, if we think about that, um, that accomplishment, create lifelong memories if we're planning a vacation, two critical outcomes that we would want to measure. The first one is making sure that every vacation activity is rated 4.5 out of 5 as a memory maker. So this can be easily measured, right? We do a thing on vacation and we're just like show of hands, you know, fist to five. How good was that activity? And, and we average that out among the family. Was it a memory maker? So we can measure that, right? And then a second key result might be that we have less than two days in transit time. I always think of Chevy Chase in the, the first vacation movie. And he was just like, we got to spend time together as a family. So we're going to get in a car and drive cross country with teenagers. I've had teenagers. I'm not sure that was the best plan. Uh, and so think about what is going to be a measure that you can apply to your planning that helps drive the right discussions and decisions. So those are two outcomes we have. And now you've got an OKR, right? The objective, make memories that last um, or create lifelong memories. And then two key results, every vacation activity is rated 4.5 out of five as a memory maker and less than two days in transit time. Well, this is good, but you wanna double click a little further and think about what are the critical activities that must be done? Like, how do I do something different as we lead up to this vacation to make those things true? What is the work that has to happen? And um, so take a minute, jot that down, look at your objective, look at your key results, and think about what's the work I have to do to make this true. 
when I think about vacation planning, now instead of me doing it in the last hour of the night before I go to bed, suddenly we've got to plan vacation as a family, right? It's not somebody's job to do that. It's actually our group dynamic that creates that plan so that everyone's involved. Our family has to explore and agree on the transportation approach. It's nice to say only two days in transit, but do we understand the financial implications of that? What are our options? How might we chop up the trip so that we can make that true? And then we probably want to think about how are we going to make decisions like on where we want to eat? How are we going to make those um, really lifelong memories that are fun and stories we wanna share with kids and grandkids down the road. So there are some group of activities that are really critical to making these true. So you wanna to start to identify that. And I know this is just a really quick activity that you can do, but it starts to break down that concept of OKR so that you can apply it in your work. And I know I talked a lot. Nazar, would you add anything to that? Or Ryan, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, Denise, no, I, it's, I love that exercise. You can really take kind of a bigger concept that might feel daunting to some and, and break it down into some actionable steps. And Nazar, do you have anything else you might want to pepper in here? I can uh, I can share with my own personal example right here, like my purpose of the life I I realized that improve the purpose life is to be healthy right, so my my OKR was around the around how to be more active and 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 having a commitment of wellness there right, so I usually apply my OKRs to how to, uh, to embolden and unwavering commitment to wellness and inactive lifestyle right. So what will be my key results there, right? Improving BMI from from certain number from high number to the low number, reduce weight, sleeping well, having a good emotional intelligence, right? And what could we do to achieve those OKRs, right? Through the key actions that we need to take, like going going for cardio for five days a week, meditation seven days a week, or weight training, or hiking or nature walks, like what kind of activities that allows you to achieve your OKRs, which is the outcome for us to get there. No, that's, that's fantastic. Example of one of yeah. yeah, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Nazar. I mean, so that's a great, I, you know, it's a really nice way of framing that this this process of objective and key results can really be done to so many different, you know, mountains that we feel that we have to climb in our lives. Uh, so, you know, we there's a great lesson. I appreciate you sharing that with us, Denise. So my what begs to be asked then is, is in your eyes, how could somebody just start utilizing OKR, start utilizing this framework, this these solutions, and begin implementing them into their own unique circumstances? Yeah, it's such a great question, Ryan. So for us, it's so easy, right? You could put me in front of anything and I could help you create OKRs. But I think for, for people listening to this uh, podcast, it's really almost a critical moment, right? We've shown you that um, it, it's not that hard. Uh, and it's really time to make a choice, right? Are you ready to provide clarity and alignment on priorities so that people can thrive? Or are you okay continuing to deal with the painful effects of losing your best people? And I think that's really what we believe um, OKRs can do. So if you're ready, then I would encourage you to give us a call or click on the link and schedule time with us so that your company can see what it's like to provide clarity, alignment, and prioritization to your employees so that your best employees stay with you. 
Absolutely. And we put the link there at the bottom of the screen. And we'll also have it, of course, in the video's description and whatnot to reach out to Denise and Nazar's team. But before we leave our viewers and our audience today, Denise and Nazar, I want to offer this up to you. I mean, you guys work with business owners regularly and have gone through this process with them. You have results that you can speak to. Could you walk us through maybe what some of those solutions or really what some of those experiences have been like from your side working with business owners to address their unique circumstances that are really the driving factors behind people leaving their businesses? Right. I know it's it's so important because we've used personal examples because we think everybody can relate so well to that. Um, and now we'll get into some of the business examples and I'll have Nazar do that because it's so important to understand this isn't just something for weight loss or vacation. Big companies like Google, Cisco, Thomson Reuters are using this to help solve their big organization challenges for alignment and prioritization. So Nazar, share a few of our testimonials, if you would, uh, about our clients. Definitely. And I'm going to give you the most recent examples. Most recently, we are working with a few leaders who are struggling to keep their employees engaged and motivated. So the problem is the, how do we make it, make them engaged and also motivated as well. So we recommended and work with leaders to have a clarity on their goals and align their priorities through introducing OKR framework. So the, so their people connects the work with the organization strategy. So we all start with the strategy with OKRs and then and then connect each each step on each level through the OKRs, their, uh, their work to the strategy. Furthermore, this will give them sense of value that they deliver through their contribution, right? So the people understand what their 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 work effort would be for delivering the certain contribution for the strategy that they deliver for towards. Denise, you want to add in something? Yeah, you know, um, I think what I've noticed, Nazar, the most is as we work with leaders, and we always start with leaders, right? Because as they role model this, um, it changes your culture, right? The impact is they are showing people that they care for them. They're helping people understand how their work connects. And so we usually start with leaders and doing a leadership workshop to help them really get clear on what they intend OKRs to do for the organization. Once we've done that, we help the organization build good OKRs and align them up. So literally, you, if you're five levels deep in the organization, can see those aligned OKRs and what you can do is you can map your work all the way up to that strategy. And so if someone comes to you with something new, you can literally say, yes, I'll do that because I see how it connects to my OKRs. Or, you know, look, I see how important that is. Maybe we should talk about our OKRs and see if something's changed and we need to refocus. Or literally you can say not now. Maybe you're not saying no directly, but you're saying, I know this is important. We need to reevaluate it at the end of the quarter. But right now, I have the work that is the most important to the success of the organization in front of me to do it at this moment. And so that's what we do with these organizations day in and day out is help align work to purpose. And so if that sounds enticing to you, if you're wondering how your organization could do that, I would really encourage you to, to take a moment and 
reach out to us, right? Click on that link that's up there on the page, schedule time with us, and let's talk about the problem in your organization because OKR is a framework. It's different from for every organization. And what we do that's really unique is work with you to figure out the problems you're trying to solve, create the playbook for you, and help you implement it. So it's, it's certainly easy, right? You did that little exercise. You were probably able to sketch out um, a single objective and key results, either personally or professionally. But if you want to really click into that and make it effective at your organization, let's get on the phone and let's chat. Fantastic. Well, Nazar and Denise, I so appreciate you guys carving some time out of your busy days. You have a company to run. We'll let you get back to doing that. Uh, but look, looking forward to having you guys back on, uh, you know, in a future video and, and tackling a different problem. So thank you guys. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you.